0: Our Father who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus and through Christ Jesus has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. That of course comes from the riches of glory that exist in Christ Jesus our Lord. The unsearchable riches of Christ that Paul speaks of in in, um, Ephesians chapter 3 verse 8. We're going to be looking at uh, chapter 2 of Matthew, but before we get there, in our key text, if you're wondering, would be verse 3. We're going to work off of that, but we're going to begin in verse 1. But before we go there, let's look at something that Isaiah the prophet has said concerning our Lord Jesus Christ. Starting with verse 1, if you would, this is the word of the Lord, so give ear to it, and may you who hath an ear hear, Isaiah 53. Starting with verse 1 through verse 3. And verse 3 again, uh, by God's providence, is something that I want to, for you to really think about and keep in your mind as we're looking at this together this morning. <clears throat> the Word of the Lord, Isaiah chapter 3, verse 1. Speaking of Christ, Who has believed what He has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected. He was despised, I will say that again, and rejected, if you will. He was disowned by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. As one from whom men hid their faces. And he was despised. And we esteemed him not. Esteemed him not. He was despised at the beginning of verse 3. He was rejected, disowned by men. At the end of that verse, he was despised again. The Holy Spirit would call our attention to that by reiterating that. We got it two times. Despised. And we esteemed him not. Matthew chapter 2. It is not a Christmas sermon. As a matter of fact, I think Christmas sermons should be preached more than... (laughs) Well, anyhow, we won't go there for right now. Matthew chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. Let's pray together. Our Father, we and our God, we come before You once again. We've opened Your Word. We've read Your Word. We see it before us. And I pray that in seeing it, we might truly see. In hearing it, we might truly hear and be healed. I pray today that we might see Jesus and in the light of who He is, the Christ lifted up, Lord, we might see who we are. And then thus, if we are in Him, rejoice because of His great goodness, because of Your great goodness, Father, that has brought us out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of uh, Your marvelous light that we might remember and glory and tell of the marvelous deeds of our God and our King. I pray that You would help me Grant me grace today that I would never trifle with Your Word. But I pray that You would grant Your Word success in my heart, in the hearts of these people that are here, that it would be active, living, sharper than a two-edged sword, revealing unto all of us our innermost thoughts. And Lord, I pray that You would just bring glory to Your name, And as we see these things together this morning, that You would grant repentance where it's needed, and it will be in all of us in some form or fashion. That You would grant refreshment, strength from weariness, as we drink from this well of salvation, as we eat this bread that comes to us from heaven. And may it be all done to the glory of Your name and to the edification of Your people. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. We see in chapter 2, some verse 1, some wise men have come with a tale. They've come with a vision. They've seen something of a miracle. They've seen a star rising. They've been following it. And it's a note that these men have seen this, and they're not men of Israel. They're not from Nazareth. They're not from Bethlehem. They're not from any of those places. This is a testimony that comes to Israel from some Gentiles. Outside of the house is what all the Jews would think. They're Gentiles that have come to them from the land of Israel's enemies, from the east. They're recognized as wise men from the East. They're recognized as a group of men who were astrologers, who were advisors in king's courts, who come from a place where the science was uh, renowned. And they were studied men. But they come not with some kind of uncertainty. There's no uncertainty in the statements that they make. There's no, just an individual or opinion, or they haven't just seen a dream or a vision in the night. Because they've seen something with their actual eyes. Because of what they've seen with their eyesight. They say in verse 2, For we saw His star. We have seen His star which has risen. And that which we, we, we've seen this... And that was is what they came to Jerusalem with. We have seen something. We've seen and now we've come. And this sounds like the Word, doesn't it? That comes to us from John's Gospel. What did he do? What does he say? We beheld His glory. We saw it with our eyes. We beheld His glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father who's full of grace and truth. We beheld His glory. And again, John says it in first John chapter one, verse thirty, that which we have seen with our eyes, which our hands have handled, which we have heard, that is what it is that we proclaim to you. And Peter makes some of the same thoughts known in Second Peter chapter two, verse sixteen. These wise men come to Jerusalem, to Israel, seeking Jerusalem's King. This is your king. This Gentile faith has fixed its eye upon the star of Jacob. They've seen the star of Jacob. This is a star that was prophesied would come out of Numbers chapter 24 verse 17. Their eye is upon this star and they've been following it. But Jesus, the Jerusalem people, the Jews haven't heard. Her king doesn't even know where he's to be born until he asks his priest. Then they tell him, and see that in verse 4. Four Israel is then taken by surprise. They're taken by surprise with this news. They aren't very interested in it except for one thing. And I want you to take note of that in verse 3. When Herod... Herod and the king, who is a king, heard this, he was troubled. And all Jerusalem with him. They were just troubled with this news. They're troubled with it. Troubled. He was in the world. you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Amen.